Oranga. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivaradhari Gorananda Braja Janananjana Ashorananda Braja Janananjana Jamuna Jamuna Tira Vanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjavihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Itai go Premanandi Sita Prabhupada ki the Gurudeva Ki. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Excuse me. Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 15, Text 22 and 23. Rajam Tvayanu Purshritnam Surdam Nasrut Pure Viprasapavimudana Nina Nina Tamustibir Mita Rajam Swayan Pristanam Surdam Nasrutpure Viprasapa vimudana Nainatam musti birmitaha Rajam swayan puristanam Surdam nasrutpure Viprasapa vimudana Nīnātam musti birmitaha. Rajam sāya nūrvanu pristam. 
Surdam na srutpure. Viprasappa vimudana. Ninatam mustibir mitaha. Word for word, Rajan. O king. Tavaya. By you. Anus pratanam. As you inquired. Surdam. Of friends and relatives. Na. Our. Srutpure. In the city of Dwarka. Vipra. The Brahmanas. Sapa. By the curse of. Vimudhanam. Of the befooled. Ninatam. Of the killed. Mustibi. With bunches of sticks. Mita. Among themselves. Varunim. Fermented rice. Madiram. Wine. Pitva. Having drunk. Mada Umahita. Being intoxicated. Setasam. Of that mental situation. Ajanatam. Of the recognized. Eva. Like. Aninonam. One another. Chatu. Four. Pancha. Five. Avasisetaha. Now remaining. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Sila A. S. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki. O King, since you have asked me about our friends and relatives in the city of Dwarka, I will inform you that all of them were cursed by the Brahmanas, and as a result they all became intoxicated with wine made of putrefied rice and fought among themselves with sticks not even recognizing one another. Now, all but four or five of them are dead and gone. Please repeat, O King. Since you have asked me about our friends and relatives in the city of Dwarka, I will inform you that all of them were cursed by the Brahmanas. And as a result, they all became intoxicated with wine made of putrefied rice and fought amongst themselves with sticks, not even recognizing one another. Now all but four or five of them are dead and gone. There's no purport, so we'll go to the next verse. Verse text 24. Prayenitad Bhagavat Ishvarya Vishesitam Mito Nignati Bhutani Bhavyanti Chanamitaha Pranya Etat It is almost by Bhagavataha of the Personality of Godhead. Ishvar, Ishvar, Ishvaryasya of the Lord. Visheshitam, by the will of. Mitaha, one another. Nignati, all kill. Bhutani, the living beings. Bhavayanti, as also protect. Cha, also. Yat, of whom. Mitaha, of one another. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shila Prabhupada Ki. Jai. Factually, this is all due to the supreme will of the Lord, 
the personality of Godhead. Sometimes people kill one another, and at other times they protect one another. Please repeat. Factually, this is all due. Do you want to repeat? Sorry. Factually, this is all due to the supreme will of the Lord, the personality of Godhead. Sometimes people kill one another, and at other times, they protect one another. Factually, this is all due to the supreme will of the Lord, the personality of Godhead. Sometimes people kill one another, and at other times they protect one another. Purport. According to the anthropologist, there is nature's law of struggle for existence and survival of the fittest. But they do not know that behind the law of nature is the supreme direction of the supreme personality of Godhead. In the Bhagavad Gita, it is confirmed that the law of nature is executed under the direction of the Lord. Whenever, therefore, there is peace in the world, it must be known that it is due to the good will of the Lord. And whenever there is upheaval in the world, it is also due to the supreme will of the Lord. Not a blade of grass moves without the will of the Lord. Whenever, therefore, there is disobedience of the established rules enacted by the Lord, there is war between men and nations." The surest way to the path of peace, therefore, is dovetailing everything to the established rule of the Lord. The established rule is whatever we do, whatever we eat, whatever we sacrifice, or whatever we give in charity must be done to the full satisfaction of the Lord. No one should do anything, eat anything, sacrifice anything, or give anything in charity against the will of the Lord. Discretion is the better part of valor, and one must learn how to discriminate between actions which may be pleasing to the Lord and those which may not be pleasing to the Lord. An action is thus judged by the Lord's pleasure or displeasure. There is no room for personal whims. We must always be guided by the pleasure of the Lord. Such action is called yoga karmusa koshalyam, or actions performed which are linked with the Supreme Lord. That is the art of doing a thing perfectly. Excuse me. Omagana timandasya jananjanan salakat. Chakshu and Militam Jaina Tasma Shri Guruvena Mahashri Chaitanya Minobisham Shapitam Jaina Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadama Dhananti Svabhadantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances under the dust of his lotus feet. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimati Tamam Krishna Goswaminiti Namani. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namane Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavari Pashyatadishatarine Vanchakalpaturubhaischa Kripasinubhasevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Maha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shidwaita, Gadadhar, Shivasadi, Gorabhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 15, Text 22 through 24. This chapter is entitled, The Pandavas Retire Timely. And we're hearing a conversation between Arjuna and Yudhisthira. Arjuna has just come back from Dwarka, and he's breaking the bad news to Yudhisthira, who already knows in his heart. He can already see from the omens and tell. But they engage in a discourse for our benefit, right? So all of this has been written down for our benefit. We get to hear this amazing pastimes 
that are included in the Srimad Bhagavatam, so much history. Krishna, the Pandavas, the associates of the Lord, and the things they did 5,000 years ago in India. Uh, these are not metaphors. These are not symbolic. These are factual circumstances. These are things that really happen. But we must see them spiritually. And so to see them spiritually, we need a good guide or guru or teacher to explain these verses nicely. So Srila Prabhupada has written such a beautiful purport and an amazing uh, purport to these uh, very important uh, and easily misunderstood, probably, right, provisions. Uh, o King, Arjun speaking to Yudhisthira, you've asked me about our friends and relatives in Dwarka. I will inform you that they they were they have been cursed by the Brahmanas, and as a result, they all became intoxicated with wine and killed themselves with sticks. Must have been hard for him to even say that, you know, that such a soft-hearted devotee, advanced devotees, Arjuna, who loved the loved all of the kurus, and and as much as he loved Krishna, you know, he loved Krishna's family and associates. And so they didn't recognize one another, and they all killed each other. Now all but four or five of them are are dead and gone. So we get we don't have a purport there, so we get the next verse, and Krishna is explaining. Prabhupada is helping us understand that factually this is all due to the supreme will of the Lord, the personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna, because sometimes people kill one another, and at other times they protect one another. Wow, that's a lot. Sometimes there's killing, and sometimes there's protection. And so uh, this this intoxication of the Kurus and their annihilation at each other's hands is all Krishna's uh, doing. Not a blade of grass moves without the will of the Lord. So Prabhupada takes this opportunity to explain that we, uh, you know, instantly we see when, when people are getting killed, we think of war, we think of a lack of peace in the world. And so Prabhupada lets us know when there is peace in the world, it, it must be known that it is due to the good will of the Lord. And when there's upheaval, when there's war, when there's difficulty, it's, it's, it's also due to the supreme will of the Lord. Not a blade of grass can move without the will of the Lord. So Prabhupada makes this uh, amazing explanation. Therefore, whenever there is disobedience of the established rules enacted by the Lord, there is war between men and nations. The surest way to the path of peace, therefore, is dovetailing everything to the established rule of the Lord. So Prabhupada is, is explaining, okay, this is our, we all know this is our current state. You know, there was a war in Indochina at the time Prabhupada came to America. And so the, this was very much on the mind of the devotees, right? The Vietnam War. And so as soon as you hear this, there is, whenever there's war between men and nations, it's due to the disobedience of the established rules enacted by the Lord. So then you think, what's the way to peace? How do we get peacefulness? Prabhupada, the next sentence, surest way to the path of peace is dovetailing everything to the established rule of the Lord. Wow, how do we do that? <laughs> dovetailing everything to the established rule of the Lord. That sounds like a lot to do. And so the first question, what does that mean? How do we do that, Srila Prabhupada? Well, the next sentence, he he give, he tells us that. The established rule is that whatever we do, whatever we eat, whatever we sacrifice, or whatever we give in charity, must be done to the full satisfaction of the Lord. Wow! There's another one. The established rule. That's, okay, boom, right there. Prabhupada is making it very clear. This is an established rule. This is not speculation. This is not, you know, 
poetry. This is not fiction. How can we have a peaceful world? How can we have nirvana? Right? Everybody thinks, oh, how can, you know, it's just a, it's just a peace, love, and and we'll all get together and be happy thing. No, Prabhupada makes it clear. The established rule, it's a rule, it's a spiritual principle, it's a concept that's given to us directly by the Lord, enumerated in the Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita, and explained by Srila Prabhupada. So Prabhupada is telling us the established rule for everything, basically, right? Whatever we do, whatever we eat, whatever we sacrifice, or whatever we give in charity must be done to the full satisfaction of the Lord. Prabhupada explains it further. No one should do anything, eat anything, sacrifice anything, or give anything in charity against the will of the Lord. So using the negative, Prabhupada's explaining the positive. Whatever we do, we eat, we sacrifice, we give in charity, must be done to the full satisfaction of, of the Lord. And it should not be done against the will of the Lord. That means there are more rules in place. <laughs> And we have to establish, understand, we have to, we, we have to understand the established rules. What is the will of the Lord? Well, a lot of people say it's anything you make up. The will of the Lord is whatever I think it is from reading scripture. And, and I'll interpret this for you and I'll tell you what the will of the Lord is. And you get a thousand different ways to hell, basically, right? So what is the will of the Lord? The will of the Lord is enunciated in scriptures, the Vedas. It's in the Bhagavatam. It's in the Bhagavad Gita. It's from the lips and words and actions of the pure devotees of the Lord who instruct us in Krishna consciousness. So the will of the Lord is given to us uh, through Guru Parampara. And it's given to us by the Lord himself, right? Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita. Boy, do you get any closer to the actual will of the Lord? <laughs> Krishna himself explaining, here's what you do. Very clearly. Arjuna, you're, you're in, you're, you're beside yourself. I understand you don't want to fight, but let me explain everything to you. Time, energy, spiritual energy, material energy, the marginal energy, which is us. We're in between spirit. And matter, we're spirit soul inside a temporary material body. Krishna explains everything. Why? So that at the end of the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna only has to hear about 20 or 30 minutes, right? And he says, Krishna, I understand. <laughs> My illusion has been dispelled, right? Darkness and illusion are compared, right? They're darkness of illusion. Darkness is illusion, is in the nature of illusion. We don't understand. So let's clear away the darkness and get to the light and we'll understand. Shine a light <laughs> on the knowledge. Krishna, tell me what I should do. <laughs> Arjuna was very fortunate in his moment of doubt, in his moment of need and pain. Krishna was right there for him, wasn't he? He was right there on the, on, on the chariot in the battlefield. You can say, well, I'm not Arjuna. Where's Krishna for me? <laughs> I don't, he's not sitting by me. He's not with me. Actually, he is, isn't he? He's in our hearts as super soul. And he is, he's right next to us. As much as we want Krishna in our lives, Krishna will be directly following us around, right? <laughs> we know that the very advanced devotees, Krishna couldn't resist them. Krishna can't resist being with his pure devotees. And he's always with the pure devotee in the mystical, proper, and spiritual way that Krishna wants to interact with us. Krishna will do that. And so if we want Krishna to be the boss of our lives, if we want to do everything for Krishna, we ask Krishna for help to do that. And all of us did that, right? Before we became devotees, were we not suffering like anything? Were we not in need were we not curious? Did we also want a little wealth? Maybe. Did we also want knowledge of the supreme absolute truth? Yes. We wanted all these things. So we prayed in our heart. And Krishna was so kind, he came to us in the form of these books. 
in the form of this movement, Hare Krishna, ISKCON, International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And more to the point, directly, personally, lovingly, he comes to us as the spiritual master. We all have Srila Prabhupada as our preeminent shiksha guru of this whole movement. All of us have Prabhupada as guru. Amazing, isn't it? But if we're very fortunate, we meet someone who will act as our initiating spiritual master. That's the Diksha Guru. And the Diksha Guru will initiate us, give us Diksha, the name, the orders, the instructions. And then we agree to follow. And one of the things we agree to do, and one of the things we have to do if we're going to be able to do what we agreed to do, right, at initiation, we must... Learn, we must not do anything against the will of the Lord. The established rule is that whatever we do, eat, see, taste, smell, any activity, anything we do must be done for the satisfaction of the Lord. And um, Prabhupada explains further, how do we do that? Discretion is the better part of valor. Well, that's a famous expression, isn't it? Discretion is the better part of valor. That means being intelligent <laughs> is better than just running off. In, you know, oh, I got to do this. You run off, but you don't understand why you're doing it. So discretion is the better part of valor. Use your discretion. Use your intelligence. And Prabhupada said what that discretion means. One must learn how to discriminate between actions which may be pleasing to the Lord and those which may not be pleasing to the Lord. Wow. That's what Krishna consciousness is. How Learn how to do, yeah, what is pleasing to the Lord and don't do what is not pleasing to the Lord. Is this hard to figure out? <laughs> yeah. Should we, should, be, should we be saying, wait a minute, I'm not quite sure here, you know. <laughs> Is, is, is there any question? You know, we know what is sin, you know, at this point in our lives, you know. We know what Krishna wants us to do. We know what he doesn't want us to do. But we sit there and say, wait a minute, Lord, my, my senses are very strong. Please let me just have a little bit of maya, and I promise I'll surrender to you tomorrow, right? Well, tomorrow never comes. <laughs> that tomorrow never comes. Unless you start now discriminating and understanding what is pleasing to Krishna, what is pleasing to the Guru. Boy, doesn't that make it even easier? You, you don't have to say, well, Krishna's on the altar, Krishna's my heart, but I don't always feel him, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? If you if you didn't understand, the Guru's here to tell you. <laughs> exactly. The Guru's here to tell us. Who are our other Gurus? Our friends. Mother Kunti's here, our friends. Our friends are Gurus to each other. They tell us, they instruct us, they help us. My wife is sitting here. She helps me so much. Now she's leaving because she's mad I mentioned her. They help us so much to understand these things because they're there. They're expansions of Krishna. We're expansions of Krishna for each other because we're here to remind each other, don't be sinful. <laughs> Come to the temple. Come and see the devotees. Thank you, Mother Kunti. Thanks for coming. Jai, Hare Krishna. So just the tiniest little bit of Krishna consciousness uh, is, is, is Krishna will build on, right? You show a little bit of interest, Krishna takes that and go, okay, I'm going to introduce you to this person. Oh, I'm going to give you this book. Oh, you read that? You like it? Now I'm going to give you the Bhagavatam. Oh, now Chaitanya Charitamrita. Oh, you've met advanced devotees. Now meet the person who's going to be your spiritual master. Initiating spiritual master, so special, so so loving, so wonderful. We we saw the initiation, the initiations that just occurred here in the temple room a month or two ago. His Holiness Ratapajaswami initiated so many uh, stalwart, serious, wonderful devotees. Many were children of the devotees. <clears throat> Mother Kunti's son, daughter-in-law, Chaitanya Chandra Prabhu, Mother Nilamadava's daughter. Radhakund, Shalagram, Mother Kunti's son, uh, Sri Rupa Prabhu, and the new names they got. So amazing. And if you were here and you got to see it, you witnessed this ex loving exchange that was really off the chart. It was just amazing to know how much Krishna loves us, that he would send a spiritual master 
that can manifest so much love and loving, loving instruction in a wonderful way in our lives. This is what Ratapaja Swami does for us. You, know, you say, well, I'm not his initiated disciple. He still helps you. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Whatever level we're willing to interact, he can help us, you know. So those that surrender to the spiritual master, they get more. They get more instruction, more love, more mercy. Uh, Prabhupada blesses the whole world, but for those that surrendered to him became his initiated disciples and followed his instructions, right? They got so much mercy to understand, to carry out the established rule, to carry out the purpose of life, which is to question who we are and to try to understand who is Krishna and to worship Him and love Him, to chant His holy names and be able to do that, to perform devotional service, to not commit offenses against each other. So we're together in this movement. And it will all be spoiled, Prabhupada said, if we don't cooperate. We have to take our false egos and, and, and pull them away. Don't bring the false ego to the temple. You know, use the false ego to get up in the morning and make yourself calm and chant and do service. But don't use it with the devotees. Tell yourself, you know, I'm going to be devoid of false ego. Whatever anybody says to me, I'm going to say, yes, please, thank you, thank you, more, give me more. How can I improve? Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I should do this? Okay, thank you. What else should I do? <laughs> you need some help. Okay, let me help you. It's This is the standard, and it's not easy to do always, but it is what Prabhupada wants us to do. And it's, it's going to give us the uh, intelligence to begin to push away the things which are not pleasing to the Lord. And it's by this interaction of the devotees that dirty things come out in us, unwanted things in our heart, bad things about us, uh, getting angry, criticizing. All these anartas, unwanted, dirty things in the heart will come out when we interact with devotees and when we chant Hare Krishna, we're, 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 we're watering the bhakti lata bij, right? When we chant Hare Krishna, we chant our rounds. The, the, the bhakti plant, the bhakti plant grows nicely but what grows along with it weeds grass <laughs> and have you seen really ugly nasty weeds i mean really bad they're they're horrible looking they look they're hellish you know they look like demoniac weeds they'll choke the creeper and try to tell us don't chant <laughs> you know they'll choke us off choke off the creeper these these weeds have to be have to be taken care of they have to be dealt with and what is it that happens? By the process of watering, they come out, and that's the anartas coming out of the heart. So we gotta deal with them, we gotta cut them down, we gotta chop them down. We don't wanna chop down our creeper, right? <laughs> so we have to use a scalpel, you know, we have to use some pruning shears. We don't take a machete. We don't take a sharp shovel and just wipe out the whole garden, right? We use some pruning shears. Okay, wait a minute. Is this a weed? I don't know. This kind of looks like a weed. Maybe not. Okay, leave it for a while. It's going to grow more. I'll find out. This is this is something I don't want in here. But, you know, that's not really the hard part. The hard part is dealing with the weeds, which are like steel, right? There's weeds in our garden of our heart that are like steel, and it takes... The pruning shears are not working, right? you know? I need, I, need a, I need a blowtorch to get through this thing. And what is that blowtorch? What is that extra special something that will get rid of the anartas that are in our heart? It's the association of the devotees. It's the, it's the daily dedication and practice of Hare Krishna. Not just once in a while, but every day to get up early, to chant your rounds in the morning. Okay, finish a few at night, but try to get them all done in the morning. And isn't your day just unbelievably blessed, right? When you do all your rounds in the morning, you can feel the difference. Your day is amazing. You go through it and you, you, you get to live that statement that Prabhupada said. Prabhupada said your life can be sublime. If you're Krishna conscious, your life will be sublime. And it's true, isn't it? When we have good days like that, we meet devotees, we get prashadam, we cook, we live, we, we live our lives in this way, doing things that are pleasing to Krishna. And when we do, our day is sublime. But what happens? We pick up a phone. <laughs> we turn on the TV. 
We go out in the world. Advertisements, radio, all these things come in to attack us, right? And tell us, they, those feed our anartas, right? They feed our unwanted, uh, these unwanted weeds in our heart. So when we avoid those things, like Krishna says, those are not pleasing to the Lord. Let's avoid those things and let's learn how to discriminate and do the things which are pleasing to the Lord because they make us really happy. Happier than we'll ever be from an endless amount of material sense enjoyment. You can have reams, billions and billions and billions and billions of births as the greatest ruler, leader, richest man, everything, anything you want, all for, for almost eternity, you still won't be happy, right? Because we're a spirit soul. The spirit soul will never be happy in the material world. The example is given. The fish is out of water. Let's get the fish a house. Let's get him a nice car. Let's bring him a lots of money and jewelry. He's not going to be happy. He's not in his home. Where's our home? Since we're spirit nature, spirit soul, our nature, our soul belongs in the spiritual atmosphere. It's not going to be happy in the material atmosphere. Although we think we are, we're going to try to convince ourselves, oh, no, no, I can be happy here. I'm going to try. And I know it's just one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Let me get this. Let me get that. Let me get this. Okay, well, you didn't do that in this birth, so guess what? You get to take another birth, and you can keep trying. And only when you become sick of it and you become like, wow, this is not making me happy. I can tell this is not going to work. So then we start to say, okay, what do I do you know, to get out of here? Do things which are pleasing to the Lord as enumerated by the spiritual mass, as enumerated by Krishna himself and explained by the spiritual master. Prabhupada goes further. He says, an action is judged by the Lord's pleasure or displeasure. Wow, that's nice. How do I know if, if Kalachanji is pleased or displeased? Like sometimes I look at, I look at Radha Kalachanji, they might seem to be smiling a lot or they might be frowning a little bit. They don't really frown, right? It's like they're not smiling. Sometimes they're smiling like ear to ear because they're very happy. But who knows why? Is it because of me? Probably not, <laughs> right? So I, how do I know if the Lord is really pleased with what I'm doing? I can't, I can't interpret. I can't let my mind try to tell me from my interaction with the deities. When you become very advanced, you can, right? Very advanced devotees. And there's devotees in our movement. I shouldn't say this. But there's devotees in our movement who can talk with the deities, <laughs> So don't think it's not available. You know, you can do that. You become that advanced that the deities will actually make very clear to you what they want to do. They do it now. We just can't really understand it. Until you become really advanced, it becomes clearer. Is the Lord pleased? But when you, even from the first day you do deity worship, you can tell when the Lord is happy and when he's not. They will give you indications, right? I was, I was trying to uh, make the Lord chant Gayatri. When I would reoffer their uh, the 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 uh, thread, the sacred Brahmin thread, you know, you take them off of Gorni Thai, then you bathe them, then you dress them, right? So you bathe them, then you you put them out, you dry them, you offer some things, then you put their Brahmin threads on. So I thought, oh, this is a good time. Gorni Thai have their arms up in the air like this, our Gorni Thai. So I, I I put the little thread over their right hand, thinking, oh, I'll let this little give them time to chant their Gayatri. I was new, right? I was, I was not smart. It wasn't a good thing to do. And I got this, cause you get, you know, you, when you, when you get second, you, it's a lot of pride. You can become very puffed up. So Krishna has to, has to poke that pride, right? And bring you down. So I had second. Oh, I have a Brahmin thread. Oh, big shot me. So I thought, I'll do this for the, for the Lord. Well, they did not like that. The first time they tolerated it, right? <laughs> they didn't, they sort of didn't let me know anything. It just happened. Then it didn't. Okay, the second time I started to do it, I got this feeling, overwhelming feeling came over me. Don't do this. <laughs> it was just like this. Just like that. It was that feeling. Don't do this. I said, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. And I would, I'd never done it since. I would never do it. But that illustrates how the Lord will talk to you. The super soul's in our heart. We've all heard super soul a billion times, right? The little voice in your heart. Do this. This will be good. Don't do that. That will be bad. But what happens? We do it anyway, right? Then we learn the lesson. Oh, geez. Okay, I touched that burning pot. I I learned, you know. Okay, Lord, now I finally realize. I'll, I'll do what you say. But it's that way 
to the end. We, we still have to keep learning because we still keep making the mistakes. So is the Lord pleased or displeased? It took a long way to get to this point. The Lord, we know when the Lord is pleased, sometimes from within our heart. Sometimes we can tell. Super soul tells us. But that most of the time, it comes from the spiritual master. It comes from each other. If the devotees are in, 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 a, in five devotees say you are wrong, but one, but you say no, I'm right, but everyone else says you're wrong, and the whole temple says you're wrong, then guess what? <laughs> you're wrong, <laughs> right? I mean, come on. So it's like you, you scratch your head, and then you say, okay, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, then you got to go deeper and say, okay, Lord, help me. You go and talk to a friend, right? You say, why am I wrong? I mean, I thought this was right. I've, I've, I've got to help out by being on the council, temple council. And sometimes we get in, not very often, but me, not others, would get very heated arguments with others, you know, about, well, but, but this is what we should do. You get very strong. And five other people would tell me, no. <laughs> say, but no, I'm sure this is right. No. So then, then you, you ask them, well, well, explain. And then they'll tell you, well, this is why. And you say, well, I still can't understand it, but I know that you're my superiors. And so I just accept it. Cause a lot of times we don't know things, but the superior does know. So if we have faith that they're in the superior position for a reason, right? Somewhere along the line, someone made Nityananda Prabhu the temple president for a very good reason, right? I'm going to listen to him. I may not always agree, but at the end of the day, if it's just me and him and we disagree, I may hold on to that and say, well, I disagree. But if five, ten, fifty, if the whole rest of the temple agrees with him and disagrees with me, something's wrong. So, you know, it's like that, but it's subtle. And it's not always easy to know. So the best thing to do is to ask other devotees, especially to ask the most advanced devotee that you can find. And we all know who the advanced devotees are, right? Take their counsel, take their advice, and talk to them and be open to them and have a a dialogue with them. They will help so much. And a lot of the time, you know what's really interesting? When you have a problem, just by speaking it out loud to somebody, it solves itself. Like, you don't even have to hear back from the person. Have you ever experienced that? <clears throat> when you're just like, you keep it in though. You're like, I don't want anyone to know this is my problem or this is this is the thing. You don't want to tell anybody. But when you open yourself up and you tell somebody, oh, now I see what it is. I can see so clearly what it is now. But you go further and you get the counsel, you get the advice, you get the assistance of the other devotees. And you will know when Krishna is pleased or if he's not pleased, right? It's real wonderful. Who else gets such mercy? Nobody. No one gets this. Well, people get, you know, if they're not devotees, they got super soul. They got, what do they get? They get karma, right? Pow, smash. You know, they get good things and they become addicted to the wealth and prestige, right? Oh, so much wealth. Then then they identify with it. They think they're like a little demigod or they're, you know, so it, it, it's, 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 it's dangerous both ways, right? You don't want too much wealth, you don't want too little. You know, so it's good to, uh, take shelter of the devotees. Take shelter, what does that mean? It means to listen to them, and to ask them questions, and to, and to, oh wow, follow their instructions? <laughs> that, that'd be not, oh, me not do what I want to do all day long? Wait a minute, no. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to do what the heck I want, when the heck I want, right? It's about me. No. You're, we're tiny little sparks of spiritual energy, and we're inside this material body, and we're going to be in this material world for an awfully long time, unless we do something about it now, right? We're going to be stuck here. So we, we get out of here by figuring out what is pleasing to the Lord, Prabhupada says, there is no room for personal whims. Wow, that's a good statement. No room. There's no room. You can't try to pry it in. And that's a neat statement because that's what we try to do, right? At least me, I'll speak for myself. Forgive me. I try to pry everything in the world in there, right? Dovetailing sense gratification in Krishna consciousness, right? 
well, I'll go to this concert because this performer, one time he, he said Krishna's name or something. You know what I mean? I can cram that in. This will be Krishna conscious, you know. And we try to, 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 to get a big crowbar and make room. Okay, I'm going to jam this in devotional service. It doesn't go there. <laughs> There's no room for personal whims. We must always be guided by the pleasure of the Lord. Isn't that a beautiful statement? Prabhupada doesn't, didn't say, we must always be guided by the rules. The commands of the Lord must be followed or you will be smote, you will be smited and destroyed. That's the Old Testament, right? That's what everybody calls the Old Testament version of God, right? God, you follow these rules or you will be punished. Boom, boom. <coughs> it turns out God doesn't even do any punishing, right? It's his, it's his material energy. It's Maya. Maya does the punishing. And who's the person has this horrible job, right? Maya Devi herself has this horrible job. She has to mete out all of this oh awful karma and make people suffer. The good news is it's not real practically. It's practically it's real, but it's so temporary it's illusory. Because if you got a body and the body suffers, it's gonna die. You're gonna get another body. You know, you're not you can't be killed. Your spirit soul. The spirit soul can't be killed, moistened, uh divided up, it can't be be destroyed in any way the spirit soul is eternal and so the the, uh guided being guided by the pleasure of the lord not just afraid of the rules and regulations but let's not forget pleasing the lord means following some rules and regulations right it doesn't just mean it's just pleasure oh it's just a good time oh i can have pleasure with other people that's pleasing isn't that pleasing to the lord right if i'm happy he's happy right so a lot of people take this approach, right? I'm just going to try to enjoy myself as much as I can. Then when I'm tired of that, I'll, I'll turn to God. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Plus, you get so much karma, right, from doing these things. All of this stuff that happens, you know, it incurs tremendous karma. So you're not going to be happy unless we try to please. We must always be guided by the pleasure of the Lord. And to please the Lord, we have to be guided by guru, right? Such action is called... Yoga, karmusu, koshalyam, or actions performed which are linked with the Supreme Lord. So Prabhupada has given us specifically what to do. To, to know that, that we're pleasing the Lord is when we become linked with the Supreme Lord. Wow! That really speaks of something deep, isn't it? Very deep and amazing, becoming linked with the Lord and scary too, right? Because I'm very independent and we are, we're spirit soul, we're separated, we're in a material body. So they know I want to be independent. I'm independent. I'll, I'll take care of myself. <laughs> you know, no, you know, here, would you like, no, I can do this myself. No, that's not the way. And so we're all part of this movement to learn, take help from each other, right? Take help from the devotees, take help from guru. Don't be independent. This movement is here to banish our independence. And, 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 I don't know, is it, is it easier for people in other cultures, like in Japan and in China, it's a group. Everything's about the group. It's about the family. It's about the group. India's like that too. Your family, then your caste, then you're part of the, of India you're from. That's important. You know, that's better than, than other castes and other parts. You know what I mean? It's our nature to be that way. It's our nature. So I don't know if that makes it any easier. Maybe not because it's still material. So we just, we just assign that group to a certain area and then it, but, but the, the part of it that's good is that we begin to say, I, it's not just me. I, I don't want to be independent. I want to be reliant on a group. I want to be part of a group that just worships Krishna <laughs> all day long. Not even just worshiping, do they just stand there and worship, do puja all day long or ashramata yagya all the time? No. The devotees, the intimate devotees of Krishna serve him in a loving way and they have what are called pastimes, right? They do things with each other. <laughs> Krishna then competes with them to do more for them than they're doing for him. And then there's this divine competition. Radharani is beautiful. When she sees Krishna, she becomes more beautiful to please Krishna. Krishna sees that and he wants to do something that will please Radharani. 
more because she's giving him so much pleasure. And then finally he breaks down and says, I, I can't repay you. I can't do it. You've, you've exceeded anything I can do. He's God. He created everything and he says he can't give back the love of his devotees. He says, I can't repay you. So, so that, so he said, then I said, well, that means I have to, I want to come as a devotee. <laughs> And I want to taste this love that everyone has for Krishna, right? That you, the gopis and the gopas, everybody has for Krishna. I want to taste that pleasure. So he comes as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Wow. That's amazing. And, and these are levels of understanding of, of Godhead people can't take right away. But we want to at least tell them about Krishna, at least get them Krishna stu Bhagavam Swayam. Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead, not anybody else, <laughs> right? Not Lord Shiva, not Lord Brahma, not the demigods, not some white light, <laughs> not some impersonal concept, construct. No, nothing impersonal can create person, right? It makes no sense. You can't have impersonal nothingness create something. That's what impersonalism is. So Krishna, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, can be known. As we get to know Him better, we get to know, wow, I want to please Him more and more. The more I get to know Him, the more I want to please Him. The more I want to give up trying to enjoy myself. I want to, and then the deepest, deepest actions performed, we want to perform actions which will link us Link us to the Supreme Lord and not be afraid of that, right? Not be afraid that I'm going to lose my individual independence or my individuality. No, Krishna doesn't want us to give up our individuality as a soul. He wants us to give up our independence as a body, right? Quit trying to be independent with your material body. You know, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not, uh, it, it, it's, it's not making you happy. You're not impressing anybody, <laughs> you know. Time to give that up. Let's go with the spiritual. And then this linking. And the first way we link up, right, is with the spiritual master. That's the first big link, right? And you know in your heart when, when someone you meet is your spiritual master and you surrender to the spiritual master with your heart first. The initiation is just the outward expression. Then that's initiate, initiate, to initiate, it begins, you initiate your spiritual service. When you get initiated, that's the beginning, right? It's because you think, wait a minute, I spent two, three, four years, whatever, a year chanting Hare Krishna. Now I'm initiated. Now I want to take a break. <laughs> you know, now I've arrived, right? I've got it. I've got the name. Or you get second initiation. I've got the thread. <laughs> now I can relax. <laughs> no. That means your spiritual life has begun. And now you have to follow the instructions of the spiritual master to the letter. You know, no room for personal whims. Be guided by the pleasure of the spiritual master. If the spiritual master is pleased, then Krishna is pleased. There was a, 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 a festival going on sometime, one time with Srila Prabhupada. I'm sorry I don't have better context. But Prabhupada was, it was the, it was, something was happening, there was a, a like maybe a puja going on, there was a feast, about to be a feast, maybe it was Janmashtami, Radhastami, and Prabhupada was really pleased. Everything was going on really nicely, maybe there'd been a deity installation, and so a little something was going wrong somewhere, and so someone came up to Prabhupada and said, Prabhupada, this, this, something, said something to Prabhupada. Prabhupada was, was, just said, look, uh, whenever Krishna, if Krishna's happy, everything's fine. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. It, it wasn't exactly that. He said, if Krishna's pleased, then, you know, then, then, that's it. <laughs> You've done everything you have to do. So if some little thing over here, not quite perfect. If you please the Supreme Personality of Godhead, don't sit there and, and run around and say, well, wait a minute. <laughs> There's a car double parked <laughs> outside, you know. Krishna's happy, and Krishna was happy, and Prabhupada was happy, and Prabhupada said, I'm happy, so, <laughs> you know, don't make me unhappy by telling me, no, I don't even meant that. But Prabhupada meant, Prabhupada was saying, you know, if you please 
Krishna, you'll please the spiritual master, and the spiritual master will let you know he's pleased. That's another thing. They don't just hide it, you know, make you work like a dog your whole life, and then at the very end say, oh, I'm so happy, give me a hug, I'm so, this was wonderful. And the whole time you're like, is he happy? Did I do okay? You know, I heard you're supposed to ask every once in a while, you can ask your spiritual master. How are you, how, how am I doing? Am I, are you pleased with me? And I read that one time and I, so I went to, to, to my spiritual master, spiritual master, Tamal Krishna Goswami. I was in England and I had a chance. I don't know how I was lucky. I had some time. I just said, you know, Gurudev, are you pleased with my service? Am I, how am I doing? You know, and he, he looked at me and he kind of smiled a little bit. He says, yes, I'm, I'm pleased with your service. I'm pleased. And I don't think he said, but. But there was a but in there, and he told me some other things, which I can't remember now. Because I just fixated, oh, he's pleased, that's it. <laughs> that's all I could hear, you know. I didn't want, wait a minute, here's how you can get better. <laughs> Do you want to get better? Well, no, I just want to be happy because I'm this far. No, you can go farther, right? Go farther. So it, it's okay to do that. To get feedback and get feedback from each other. Do we get feedback from our wives and husbands and children and friends? They're giving us feedback all the time, right? Whether we want it or not. <laughs> so if we can be humble and like, okay, maybe somebody tells you ten things that are, that, you know, one or two might be true, right? <laughs> They're never, nobody ever tells us that many things, but it's hard for us to be humble and listen and, and accept, okay, how can I be better? How can I improve? But it's it's good to to get a, a a check, get it checked once in a while. How am I doing? And 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 you have to do that from the spiritual master. You have to do it from advanced devotees. Um, let's get linked with the supreme lord. We get initiated, we get linked up with Krishna, but it goes deeper. If it's just superficial, it's not really working, right? Everybody knows you plug a plug into the into the wall outlet. It looks like it's in, but it's really sort of hanging out. It's not. It's not plugged in. It's not in. Push it all the way in. Okay, now you're linked. You're properly linked. It's not just a superficial, on the surface linking. I've got a name. I've got a thread. I can say I was initiated this date. This date. Boom. That's it. No. That 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 is the linking that starts the link linkage, right? Starts the flow of electricity. Now you got LinkedIn. It's time to get powerful. Yeah, Hare Krishna. Get get uh, get on get get on the ball. You know, use use the use the spiritual energy the Lord's going to give you to do devotional service, to spread the Krishna consciousness movement, to be nice to each other, to serve each other. Like so many nice devotees are setting this example, you know, for us in this temple. We can see it. We're we're uh, attracted to those people because we want to be like them, and because we know they're doing the right thing, right? So this is linking. Let's be linked with the Supreme Lord, and the sky's the limit, right? On this link, link, linking how how we can be intimately connected to Krishna. We have a spiritual body. Wow, we have a spiritual form. That's not this body. It's not related to it at all, right? And it's spiritual. It's eternal. It's a spiritual form that's eternal. And we use it to serve Krishna. Isn't that amazing? To think of that. And and this process of Krishna consciousness gets us back to that. To be what we really are. So let, we're fish out of water now. We're not. We're not even in, even our the fish body. That's not what we really are. You know, go back to the water. We get the body. Go back to spirit world. We get what we really are. To interact with Krishna. Wow. In these pastimes, yeah. Not as any of the persons, because the persons are all the persons. We're a separate person. We're not Radharani. No, we're not. You know, Gopal. We're not. We're. I'm sorry. Who else? We're not Nanda. We're not Yashoda. But we can be in that relationship with Krishna. We can be in the relationship of a gopi, a gopa, mother, father, auntie, uncle, right? Cows love Krishna. Trees love Krishna. So let's try to be linked in by doing what will please Krishna and Guru. And we know what that is. So thank you for listening. I'm sorry I went over. I'm supposed to ask for questions earlier. <laughs> Any comments or questions? Yes, Mataji. Thank you, because you're here, because devotees are here. <clears throat> sure, yeah, let me see if I got the question right. The question is, 
we're 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 to please the spiritual master, please Krishna, but some things at the temple aren't perfect. <laughs> the the um yeah, there's the the material world is always breaking down. <laughs> and it's actually almost impossible to deal with it. What I've what I've discovered is in the same way like that we have our own houses and stuff and it sometimes it's very difficult to keep up with the material energy to the level we want to the same burden is there on the temple leadership it's really hard to to uh make everything happen but what so what i found is is instead of you know, you got to point it out. You know, the things that are the most pressing, you point it out. Like, luckily, there's no water dripping on the Lord, right? If that were happening, it would get fixed right away. The problem with the dripping over here is these, uh, there's uh, a bunch of uh, ducks. And the ducks, they, they didn't install it right or something's wrong. And I promise you, there has been at least 10 crews over the years, try to look at that and fix it. Then they'll fix it, and we'll even pay money to fix it. And then it still is a problem. So they'll come back year after year, month after month. I mean, it's been going on for, for five years. And it's it's not for the lack of the desire of the devotees to remedy the situation. It's just like, oh my God, this stupid thing will not get fixed. So when that happens, you start to say, wait, maybe that's like me. There's things in me that will not get fixed. I don't understand it. That doesn't mean I give in <laughs> and say, oh, I'm never going to fix it. But there's things that you just, you just go, wow, I don't understand. So, but you keep trying. And, and I promise you, the temple is key, is still tries, <laughs> is trying. But it just is, it's just funny how, yeah, I, I, I don't like to give this answer, but, it, it, it just is, I, I, I do it for myself. I just look at it philosophically, right? That things take time, you know? And let's look at all the good things that went on, right? Every day the Lord gets dressed. He gets, he gets cooked for. I mean, like five offerings, right? Yeah. There's no breaks for deity worship. <laughs> Every day, Radha Kalachanji looked brilliant and amazing, and some devotee went up there and poured their heart and soul into the dressing, and to to make Krishna look. And Krishna was just drinking in their love and affection, you know, and he was giving it back. And and all the deities do that. There's look how many sets of deities we have, and more came. Right <laughs> for a long time, we didn't have Chota Radha Kalachanji, and then they came back. Ecstasy. We're so happy. Oh, they want to come back. Yeah, we want them back. But it's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? We, <laughs> that's more deity worship. That's another dedicated pujari every morning. Another, and in the evening, because they get undressed in the evening. One, two, three, four, five. Five sets of deities. Plus we do Tulsi, take care of Tulsi, Tulsi's house, growing Tulsi, bringing Tulsi in, garland making, cooking, buying the flowers. <laughs> Samadhi worship happens every day. Devotee has to come and do that. Artis, God, add the artis. You start to get up into the, the thousands of acts. And that's just for the deities. Then let's throw in the, the, the restaurant, which is, uh, gets a lot of attention. And rightly so. Cause that's our, that's one of our main, uh, out, outreach. Outreach and, and income. Krishna blesses us cause he's pleased, right? So the income's there from the restaurant. And the devotees in the restaurant, they pour their heart and soul into that too. Just as much as the devotee dressing the deities, right? They're pour, they, they're constantly thinking how to improve it, how to manage it, how to keep it going, right? Cause it, it can be lost. The deity worship can go down. We, yeah, I don't want to say that. I've never seen it go down. I mean, for COVID, we, we changed the standard, but now the standard's coming back again. But, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. The uh, there's like a, a a fine balancing balancing act between. Okay, you could you could run a temple and everything on the surface could be perfect, and look uh, unbelievable. Be no no leaks, no nothing. But inside, deeper down, there's no there's no feeling, there's no love, there's no bhakti. 
Dallas is big on bhakti. <laughs> so sometimes the exteriors are going like you're scratching your head. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> and, and, and it's like that. It really is. And, you know, communication is always difficult. It's always a problem for every organization on the planet. You know, I, I can, my, where I work, it's the same. They're always trying to deal with communication. How do we get the word out? And how do you, how you interact with others is, is the key. But it, it, it really is, um, you know, that balancing. So sometimes they're, they're, we're putting so much in the bhakti, you know, and other times they, okay, wait a minute. The surface needs a little polishing. <laughs> the floor is not looking so good. <laughs> Every 10 years, oh my God, we got to resurface the floor. And then there's, you know, how do you keep it clean? Cleaning is always, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so luckily, once a year, we have Gundicha Marjana, right? That's coming up because we have Rathiyatra soon. Gundicha Marjana is coming up either this weekend or maybe next weekend, but it's soon because it's two weeks before Rathiyatra. So we'll come and clean the temple, and that cleans our heart too. So I hope that was all right. Thank you, Mataji, Mother Nandini. And, and, and I think the answer is devotees like you that just commit themselves and keep on doing it. And, and when you see problems, tell, tell, you tell the superiors and they'll tell you, well, we're trying, or they'll say, Oh, okay, let me work on it. You know what I mean? It's good. And, and I know personally for a fact, Nityananda Prabhu has said this many, many times. He's very happy to hear the devotees tell him things because he means he accepts that as Krishna talking. So if he hears more than, you know, if he hears somebody say something, somebody else just told him about that an hour ago, oh, okay, you know, yeah, the squeaky wheel kind of thing. And Krishna does that interplay, you know, but all of it's for the glory of Guru and Krishna. All this is happening to teach us and instruct us. Sure, sure. I remember we didn't have air conditioning in here, though. Remember that? There'd be fans in here in the morning. Be 50 devotees in here chanting Japa in one little window. <laughs> Three or four fans. <laughs> Thank you, Majaji. Hare Krishna. Shimon Bhagavatam Ki.